Welcome to this episode of A Cup of Common Sense, and I'm your host, Adam Moderation. For my first topic, I wanted to talk about Burning Man, the festival that's out in the desert that everyone goes to and has a great time. Well, not this time. Apparently, since there was an incredible amount of rainfall, all of these attendees got stuck. And they were supposed to leave, but there was a shelter in place, someone died, and apparently the someone that passed away actually died of Ebola. Now, I highly doubt that is actually the case. It's just kind of funny that they spread this rumor when 70,000 people were stuck in the mud that someone died of Ebola. There was actually celebrities that walked miles in the mud just to escape this festival. It kind of brings me a little joy knowing that these celebrities that pampered all the time, that they get whatever they want, had to walk miles in mud like they'd never been on a hike before, just to escape this festival that went to absolute crap. If you think being stuck at a festival was terrible, imagine being a third grader having to wear an N95 mask. An elementary school near Washington, D.C., in a suburb of Maryland is reassating school masks for third graders after a handful of kids recently tested positive for COVID-19. I don't know about you, but I thought we were done with this whole mask mandate. Most everyone got the vaccine, whether you like it or not, they did. But if COVID-19 or a new variant of COVID-19 is coming back up and threatening students, which we know that students are actually one of the lowest vulnerable people that can get the virus. So why are we making them wear masks in school when it's when the third graders? This is absolutely ridiculous. They're telling the parents that this will go on for 10 days wearing the mask mandate and then for another 10 days of optional masks. I just don't understand. Common sense tells me that we should be done. That we should be looking towards okay, if you get covid, you Take off school. You get better. You come back. We know the process is in place. We know what to do when you get COVID. I just don't understand why this keeps on happening. Why everyone keeps on reverting back to masks. I honestly just feel bad for these third graders. Imagine being in third grade. All you want to do is play with your friends, do normal little kid stuff, playing with your friends, and just having a good time. I really hope we don't see this continuing throughout the country. I hope this is just a one-off, hey, this happened, and no other school follows suit in this practice of man any mask when someone gets COVID. Now, this next story is almost as shitty as COVID. A Delta Airline flight from Atlanta to Barcelona on Friday night was forced to turn around after a passenger had diarrhea. Oh Lord. The Airbus A350 had about 336 people on board when it was forced to turn around over Virginia. This is what the pilot said to air traffic controller. It's just a biohazard issue. We had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. I don't know about you, but that's pretty embarrassing. Now, I struggle with IBS myself. I know that when you get those stomach pains and you gotta go, you gotta go. But when you're in an airplane and you shit yourself all the way through, 
in front of 360 strangers, that is quite embarrassing. A, I can't imagine the sight, and B, the smell must have been ungodly. So yes, I am very happy they used common sense to turn around that blade so that they could get a new one, because that's just stinking terrible. Speaking of aircrafts, Russia took a big L when a pilot defects to Ukraine. Now, you're wondering how did this happen? How did a pilot from big old bad Russia defect? Well, he actually had the help of the Ukrainians. He reached out to a Ukrainian intelligence officer and they said, come on, we guarantee your safety, guarantee new documents, guarantee monetary compensation and a reward. How could you not beat that? Who wouldn't want to be in another country besides Russia? Also, they were able to create a condition to get his whole family out undetected. So that is awesome. So when this happened, he actually flew very low to the ground and there were two other people with him and they had no idea what was going on. When they landed, they realized where they were and they tried to escape. Unfortunately, they were eliminated. Now, Ukrainian officials said they wanted to keep him alive, but just so it happens to be the circumstance that they tried to escape and they were unalived. Not only is this a big loss for Russia and the fact that they lost a very qualified pilot, but they also lost a good aircraft that was able to fly across the border and land in Ukraine. So now Ukrainian could take that aircraft, repurpose it, and then use it again on Russian soldiers in the war. Now, the pilot went on to say that there was a low morale, that all the lies that they were fed to justify why Russia was going into Ukraine, the fact that there was Nazis in Ukraine, and all of this is all a lie. And he realized that, and that's why he escaped. But it also raises the question that this war isn't going the way that Russia planned. We know in recent weeks that Russia has lost territory to Ukraine in a big victory in the running to the coming months of winter. With all this low morale, Ukrainians were actually able to intercept Russian frontline troops complaining about heavy losses and poor supplies. Now, this isn't new. We know that Russia has been taking heavy losses and their supply lines have been terrible ever since the Wagner Group pointed it out when they said that we're either going to fall back if we have no ammo or you're going to give us ammo we we're going to continue fighting. There are pretty devastating quotes that have been coming out of these conversations. One soldier saying, no effing ammunition, nothing. We shall use our fingers as bayonets. It's like 1941 with one rifle between five soldiers. Nothing has changed. This is devastating. Devastating on the morale of Russian troops devastating on the fact that people are losing their lives in this war. But we also got to look at the bright side of things and knowing that this is for Ukraine to get back territory that it lost when Russia decided to invade for no reason. Keeping with the topic of Ukraine, Cuba says that they found a network of human trafficking that were sending people over to Russia to fight in the war, which is absolutely insane. Now, I'm not sure if these people were going against their will or if they were in debt somehow, but the fact that Cuban nationals are being sent over to fight in a war is kind of sketchy. But I will say that this isn't the first time that Cuba has sent fighters to help Russia in wars. Thousands of Cuban fighters intervened in support of communist forces in Angolia 
1975, as well as Ethiopia in 1977. It'll be interesting to see that if this human trafficking network, now that it's been uncovered, will continue to send fighters over to Russia. Because usually whatever Russia wants, Russia gets. And I know that they recently increased the amount of soldiers that they wanted to have in their armed forces, and they've been struggling with that. So I wonder if this will continue along with maybe other countries sending fighting forces as Russia continue to lose territory in Ukraine. Now, as Russia gets Cuban fighters, Ukraine will now be getting depleted uranium munitions from the U.S. Now, why is this so important? So... These ammunitions are actually 70% denser than lead, which is a metal used in standard ammunition. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, uranium. That must be terrible. Well, it's actually considerably less radioactive than the natural uranium that you found in the Earth. So, and studies have been done to find out that there's really no effect that this has on people. Plus, it's ammunition. Like, this is already going to go through a tank or an aircraft or some type of you know, equipment that Ukraine can use more efficiently to destroy Russian equipment. Now, hopefully we'll see Ukraine be able to break those Russian defenses and be able to reclaim more of the stolen territory. They have also received controversial cluster munitions from the US. I do hope that we continue to supply Ukraine with the most amount of weapons that are effective in defeating Russia so that we can have a successful victory in defeating a common enemy. That's a wrap for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and share. I'm always looking for feedback, so if you have any, please message me on Facebook, Instagram, or x slash Twitter.